everyone's losing their mind with the coronavirus, the Wuhan virus, COVID-19, the China virus, what do you, whatever you want to call it. It's all the same thing. And it's only going to get worse over the next two weeks if we're all stuck at home. And that really does seem like what's happening. But I want to talk about something else that has to deal with that today. You're listening to the No Things Considered podcast. My name is Tim Young. You probably know me from Twitter at Tim Runs His Mouth. Uh, the Washington Times, I have a column over there. I also am a contributor to Fox 5 in D.C., which is very interesting, by the way, with the podcast I co-host at the Washington Times and also with Fox 5. We're doing the social distancing thing, and uh, people who aren't regular people aren't can't go into the office. So I'm going to actually be Skyping into Fox 5 on Friday, which is very interesting to me, and probably for the next Friday or two. Uh, and the same with the Washington Times podcast. I do it via phone. So not bad. I can do it from my bed, but I have this nifty equipment now. I bought new equipment, and uh, it's very exciting to use. But what I want to talk about today isn't all that stuff. Isn't about social distancing. Isn't about um, you know the virus itself. I think we all know what what's going on with the virus itself. And by the way, you can trust the CDC, and you can trust what they're saying about it. And the real issue with all of the social distancing and shutting things down isn't that people are going to um, the people who who go around a lot are going to die from it. It's the people with the underlying conditions. People, your friends, your your elderly relatives who are at home who you might just briefly come in contact with or go visit grandma or something very simple, this virus will kill them. Um, and, and that's really the concern. Odds are uh, you'll get it and and nothing will really happen or you won't identify it as something terrible because it'll come on like seasonal allergies, which I have right now. So if I clear my throat <clears throat> as such, don't think I'm coming down with coronavirus. I've checked it past a few of my doctor friends. I didn't want to bother them because I know they're all very... Very, very seriously working right now on some heavy stuff, and uh, I ran it by them, and they're like, yeah, it's called allergies. And I think a lot of people right now are going to be freaking out with allergies. It's allergy season, so uh, part of the influx of people who are going to be rushing to the hospital to get checked are people who are panicked about having coronavirus or whatever you want to call it that are having their regular old seasonal allergies. I know what my allergies are every year. I have the same cold for like two weeks every year. And it has hit me. So it is my regular old uh, cold that I usually uh, don't have to go to work during and can work from home and I have the luxury to work at home. And I, and I say that for a reason um, because one of the things that's concerned me and one of the things that's really, really gotten me over the past couple of days is folks who work in the service industry. Um, I When I heard that uh, Governor Hogan in Maryland was shutting down all restaurants and bars and um, movie theaters and whatnot the other day. I was actually on the road. I was going to go and go visit some parks um, down in North Carolina. I was going to take a break and go down and kind of get away from the craziness. Sorry, I'm drinking as well while I'm doing this. I have my Tyrconnell 10 from Ireland. I actually got this from the uh, Irish Embassy when I'm drinking tonight. I'm recording on St. Patrick's Day. This is my big St. Patrick's Day party, by the way, with you, is uh, Tyrconnell 10. So enjoy this with a drink. Uh, so I was headed down to North Carolina, and I was about to cross into Virginia. And the announcement came through that Governor Hogan was um, going to shut down all of these things. And sure, I, I get it. It's for the public health um, benefit. Like, we don't want people to die. We don't want our old people to die. We don't want people... We don't want anyone to die, right? But what happens when you shut down these businesses, and, and small businesses in particular is that the servers, the businesses themselves, they don't have the money to, to go. They're going month to month, a lot of them. 
Um, a lot of them are going day to day. Um, and, and this is really like, it's, it's weighed very heavily on me and, and I, I, I'm supposed to be funny. I know that. Uh, but I'm not going to be funny for a second here. <clears throat> Maybe the whole podcast, who knows? Just a warning. Um, I turned around when I was about to cross the Virginia border and came back up and went to my favorite barbecue place in Maryland, uh, Texas Ribs and Barbecue. And I know basically everyone there personally. I'm not going to name them by name, but they're all great human beings. Um, and I know all of their stories because I've sat there for so long and I go so regularly that I've gotten to know them personally. And I, I worry about them. And I went and, you know, I, I did my part. I, want, I wanted to be there until 4.59. I wanted to be the last customer sitting there. I don't think I was. I think there was one other person they had to, like, physically haul out at, you know, 4.59 and 9, 59 seconds. But watching the lights go out for the last time and seeing the seats go up for what very well may be the last time ever because that business is hard. Like, look... These businesses, these small businesses, restaurants that you know, these servers and bartenders that you know, they work hard and they don't, you know, they're, they have a lot of, you know, their own bills like everyone does, but they're not expecting to get kneecapped out of nowhere by a, by a virus. They're not expecting the business to come to a halt. There wasn't a plan in place. It wasn't like they knew their unemployment was coming or they knew that their business was going to get hit by hardship. This was just an across-the-board shutdown out of nowhere with, with I mean, literally no warning, three-hour warning. So people who were dependent on what dollars came in that day, not just like for a paycheck at the end of the, the you know, two-week period like a lot of us, people who were dependent on, on the paycheck that day or the pay that day or the tips that day didn't get it. And I, I don't know where the money comes from at that point. There's not a contingency plan. I, I live a life of privilege where I'm in media and I can talk and I can reach out to you guys, you know, with a, with a podcast here, multiple podcasts and multiple publications and, you know, television. And there's, there's contingency plans. And I work for large corporations and um, I work for myself too. And, you know, I have ghostwriting that doesn't go away. A lot of political ghostwriting and things that I do. And that's a little, by the way, pulling back the curtain. That stuff won't go away for me. But the folks that work hard and, and work, you know, eight-hour shifts and, you know, sweat and run and struggle for you and for me at these businesses to, to pay their bills that day, it, it's come to an end. And that's crushing to me. And I, I sat with the manager who I'm, uh, I consider a good friend. And, you know, she was heartbroken and... I was too. And, and the thing is, it's not just Texas Ribs in Clinton, Maryland that I go to. And I did a special on them on Fox 5 if you want to go look it up. It's really funny. But it's, you have your own Texas Ribs. And whoever is listening to this, wherever you are, you have your own version of this. And you have your own favorite bartender. And you have your own favorite server. And you have your own community place that you go to. And that place may not reopen ever again because of coronavirus. Those, those folks probably won't be able to pay their rent this month. And getting a loan, I don't think, is the solution for it. I hate to knock a plan coming from the right, but getting a loan isn't going to fix it. Getting just $1,000 or whatever isn't going to fix it. 
each. You know, if the business, small business loan ain't going to fix it, $1,000 each ain't going to fix it. I, uh, I encourage you, and, and I went there to, to get my order in. Um, I encourage you to go to your, your favorite businesses and, and go and, and buy as much as you can. Go off your diet. You know, go, go eat the junk food that you love from the places that you love. Because, to be honest with you, I mean, they say two weeks. It really should only be two weeks if we want to talk about liberty and freedom and the government ordering shutdowns of businesses. But if it goes longer, I, I, I just I don't know where these folks go or, or what keeps them open or what allows them to survive all of this. And, and I want you to just be very, very vigilant when it comes to this. If you have extra money, go use it for this. I, uh, I, I will try my best to do things. I, uh, I'll be honest with you. Like, I went to my favorite Ethiopian place today, and I went to my favorite co- uh, Korean coffee shop today, and I bought extra, and I bought, you know, coffee, a bag of coffee to go home, and I bought, like, a crazy box of cookies to go home. I need to be on a diet, by the way. Um, but I bought a crazy box of cookies from the, uh, the Ethiopian place to go home. They have a, a great bakery. It's a place called Dama over by the, uh, the Pentagon. And then the Korean place I go to is Ciro and Juke Story in Annadale, Virginia. So if you guys want to ever find me when all of this is said and done, that's where I hide out at those places. They're um, regular haunts of mine because I, I get to go and hang out and talk with the staff. And they're great human beings. And I love supporting those businesses. But you guys have these in your neighborhood. And a lot of you have these shutdown restaurants now. And it's it's just incredibly scary. There's a lot of my favorite barbecue places as I travel the road from here to Kentucky a lot of times or here to Ohio and across the country. I, li- I like to take little driving trips to get away from things in between when I have to be in studios on Fridays or Thursdays or whatever I'm in. I'm afraid they're not going to reopen. And... I, everyone needs your help now. We're all Americans. We're all on the same team. In particular, these small businesses. And it, it, it doesn't stop there. I mean, there might be a little hardware store. There might be like little bits and pieces here. Who knows how far the shutdowns will go and how bad this is going to get for the economy. But I'm, I, I, I identify that I'm in a place of privilege and I will try my best. And I'm using this platform and I'm going to use as many platforms as I can to help promote these small businesses. It's... Uh, it's tough to know people personally and to have grown to really enjoy the company of these folks and know what they go through and, and have had them open up and, and tell you about their lives and every, all of their struggles and to know that this is just going to crush them. Um, sure, they're alive, you know, and, and, we're, and we're saving lives, but our entire economy has shifted and I, I, I truly worry and I'm, I'm, that's why I'm talking about this for like 20 minutes. I truly worry about where this goes. And it's up to you who's listening to this and uh, you out there uh, at home to go and patronize these businesses. Not just your local restaurants. Uh, not Sorry, not just your local like supermarket, but your local restaurants. And because um, I, I don't even know, you know, a lot, of, a lot of small business restaurants aren't even set up to be able to pay people beyond their like tips i mean the system the system has been set up to pay people you know like two dollars an hour plus tips and folks make you know like a hundred dollars a day or more at the end of the day 
But like the food costs, if they don't raise their price of their food, then they can't cover for that loss for the, the employees. This is just, it's such a debacle. It's a total debacle. And, and uh, I don't know that there's a, a direct policy solution for it right now. The solution is, is curing uh, the coronavirus and, and getting everyone back to work and getting these businesses back open. So that's, uh, I know the show's called No Things Considered. It should be, be called A Lot of Things Considered today. Not All Things Considered. That's, uh, that's trademarked from some other, like, you know, hippies. But uh, I just, I worry about that, and I hope that you listen to this and you guys just take the challenge to go help out a local business and help out your, not just even a local business, go help out your favorite business. They need you more than ever, and it's up to you to keep them running as an American and just as really the family. A lot of these places have become family, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Everybody has a Texas Ribs. That's it. That's all I got. And uh, I'll be back, and I'll be funny, and we'll be able to criticize policy, and I have a lot of scary things I want to talk about another time because I, I worry about government overreach in times like these, but... Uh, We'll get that somewhere else down the line. I just want to make sure that I get out right now and use my new podcasting equipment that luckily I got in under the gun from uh, B&H up in New York to do my first podcast on making sure that you support your local restaurant, your local servers, your local bartenders who now don't know where their next paycheck's coming from and have just been put under an incredible financial burden. So thanks for listening and, and go. This, this is a challenge go and make a difference. Sorry I was boring. Next time I'll be funny. Talk to you soon.